What's up, everybody? Welcome to episode number 45 of Hooked on Sports here on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. We have a lot to get to today. My name is John Flynn. Thank you so very much for the tu- uh, tuning in this week. Again, we ha- we have the regular podcast and then the a- NFL-specific podcast that will come out on Wednesday with my week four NFL picks against the spread and straight up. And lo- looks like I had a- another very good week in the straight up department that this week we'll see how it all ends up tonight with the Baltimore Kansas City game but th- there are three things I want want to want to get into I want to get into the NBA finals and I think that's going to be uh, going to be a, a good series and it's and the Stanley Cup finals could coming to a close and Major League Baseball starting its bubble playoffs so I'll get get into that but you 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 know you know before we get into uh, get into the teams and the players, but the, the the these championship series in basketball, in in hockey, and the playoff bubble in baseball were the culmination of six months of preparation and six months of maneuvering around maneuvering around obstacles that have never been uh, seen before in the world of sports uh, with the pandemic with all the social distancing with all the quarantining and, and the fact that we are here uh, talking about uh, that we'll be crowning an NBA champion within the next two weeks will be the Stanley Cup will be awarded within the next 72 hours and Major League Baseball will, would have completed an entire season without fans um, without 162 games only 60 games and and now the last month of the season that at at this time next month there will be a new World Series champion. So so but the 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 fact that we got to this point, the fact that we'll have championships being awarded in three major sports over the next over the next um, next thirty one days is quite remarkable. And as much drama as there was in the NBA and in in the NHL, with get, get getting to get into the bubbles in Toronto and Edmonton, the NBA bubble in Orlando, that all all the strict guidelines that players had to follow uh, for, uh, quite frankly, six entire months to get uh, to get to this point. That 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 is just remarkable resilience in the world of sport, and and that is to be commended by all and. And, and of course, this also comes on the day that President Trump announced the the new rapid testing for COVID nineteen. I think that's going to be a a significant figure in the in the fight to uh, uh, to set aside that this deadly uh, deadly virus. So we 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 could definitely see fans in the stands uh, whenever the NBA and NHL start up. Whenever that is, so big props to all involved in get getting to this point. Now, now back back to the sports themselves, the NBA Finals, and this is going to be the crowning achievement of LeBron James in in his career. Three champion, three uh, three teams he takes to the NBA Finals, the ninth time in the last ten years that LeBron James' season ends in the NBA Finals. 
This is his third different franchise. This is his third. This is his th third different co coach um, to, to to win a championship with uh, with Eric Spolstra, Tyron Lue, and Frank Vogel. That he has three different number twos: Kyrie Irving, Dwayne Wade, and Anthony Davis. And and he he breaks a breaks a lot of everything when it comes to uh be, being what makes players great. And what I said and what I said when after the conclusion of the the Last Dance documentary back in May was that that LeBron James did more than enough to. Uh, to distinguish himself from Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan only had one coach uh, that that delivered a championship. Michael Jordan only had uh, one one number two. He had a couple of number threes because Rodman was in the second uh, second three peat. But 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 it was a system that Michael Jordan knew. It was a system that something that uh, it allowed Michael Jordan to be Michael Jordan. Here with LeBron James, LeBron uh, ha that uh, he ha he has gone through some incredible scrutiny uh, over over the the, tw the twenty years he's been in basketball, going back to his days in high school. He's been somebody that um, that can can play any type of position that that he wants. Michael Jordan wasn't like that all the time. Uh, he transformed himself to the best small forward in the game, to the best point guard in the game. In a matter of two years, and and the and and the fact that he has the Lakers with with a star in his prime in Anthony Davis, yeah, he uh, he has a a bench that that's been willing to rep replicate the the work that work ethic, and, and the and the ideas that LeBron James put in to to the franchise in in, in two years ago when he first arrived. At Staples Center in in a Laker jersey, that will all be culminated this week when he takes down the Miami Heat in six games in the NBA Finals. This Miami Heat run is is certainly not nothing to sneeze at at all. The the Miami Heat ha have been preparing for uh, for this moment. They 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 spent six years of planning after LeBron James left. Uh, the uh, Miami Heat to take his talents back uh, back to Lake Erie and Cleveland for the Cavaliers to uh, to re retool their roster, re reshape the future of the franchise, and 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 deliver an Eastern Conference championship as they took down a more talented and a, a, a more talented and with more 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 names associated with the sport, more household names in the Boston Celtics in a six-game series, and and that has to do with with the guys like Eric Spolstra and and guys like Bam Adebayo, Jimmy Butler coming in from Philadelphia. That was an incredible trade. Um, I uh, Goran Dragic, uh, Andre Iguodala coming in. This Miami Heat team and this Miami Heat team has been simply outstanding in adjusting to to a different kind of basketball and a different kind of motive that's been in basketball over the last ten years with more players opting out of college and doing 
uh, playing one year in college and entering uh, the NBA in their teens. The, the Eric Spolstra and the Miami Heat have done a phenomenal job in in put, putting it together. And Tyler Harrow, at 20 years old, he, he, he's established himself, and he's going to be a notable figure in the NBA for the next uh, for the next decade or so. This Miami Heat team is they, they are young, they are talented, they have they, I, you can say they have the one of the best coaches. In, in the NBA in Eric Spolstra. They, they are physically tough. They are mentally tough. Pat Riley has done an amazing job shaping the culture in the locker room. And that culminates to a stunning and surprising Eastern Conference victory. Well, we're, we're in a conference where it had the likes of the Raptors, the Celtics, and, and Giannis Antetokounmpo and the Milwaukee Bucks to uh, get that whole operation together. And and Eric Spolstra will will go down as a Hall of Fame coach. That Pat Pat Riley is already in the Hall of Fame for for set for said reasons for all of his NBA Finals appearances. Whether it was a player with the Lakers, as a coach with the Knicks, or as a player with the Suns, and and so on and so forth. But but this Miami operation. It is it is certainly uh, something that every NBA franchise should should be able to replicate and should be able to take their lead from. The Heat are doing it. The Celtics are doing it. I, I the, the the Nuggets are doing it. We saw we we saw that operation um see vindication when they when the Nuggets took down the Clippers uh, in a seven game series despite being down three games to one. The Lakers are a bit behind on that. They're relying on the on the free agent game, and and sure enough, they played the free agent game to perfection, uh, with with LeBron James and and getting the Pelicans to trade Anthony Davis to the Lakers. The Pelicans are going to be doing this. The Pelicans are going to be a relevant fran- a relevant franchise in the West when LeBron leaves, and they'll they'll be perennial title contenders when Zion Williamson becomes. Well, uh, becomes one of the best players in all of basketball, and he becomes that bona fide top five player in the NBA. But so, but but the, the the Heat are just running into the greatest of all time in LeBron James, and and LeBron winning a championship will will open the door to more conversation about LeBron being better than Jordan, and and. If, uh, fur- further validate the case I made two years ago when LeBron took a bunch of misfits to the NBA Finals in 2018, uh, taking down a, a, a taking down a well a more talented Boston Celtics team, but where LeBron wrote wrote the team on his back, and 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 it, w- it was it wasn't meant to be because uh, Cleveland was so disorganized twice. Uh, LeBron James has left uh, Cleveland to to join other teams with Miami and LA. First time he pulled to Cleveland, to, it took his talents to South Beach. Uh, Cle- Cleveland went from perennial title contender to a seventeen win uh, seventeen win team, and w- when the, the LeBron's fourth consecutive NBA Finals appearance with the Cavs leaves Cleveland, joins the Lakers, the La- the Cavs win seventeen games. With LeBron James, the Cavs were a perennial title contender. 
when, when LeBron was not on the uh, is not on the Cavs, the Cavs are 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 perennially one of the five worst teams in the NBA, and that that has a lot to do with LeBron James and 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 more on his impact on multiple franchises at, as compared to Michael Jordan's. One with the Chicago Bulls, and I can't I can't count the Washington Wizards because he never got the Wizards to the NBA Finals. So that that that's going to be a lot a lot of legacy that will be cemented, and it's and it's time for for the debate of LeBron when 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 he wins his when he wins his fourth NBA Finals MVP when he wins his fourth championship in in the in the coming in the next two weeks for for, for him. To have a universal argument that LeBron is better than Michael Jordan, and that is something that the the NBA will ha- will have some, something to think about for uh, for decades and generations to come. And and the debate between LeBron and uh, of Michael Jordan and LeBron as the greatest of all time will only intensify in uh, in stature and in terms of of division. Uh, with with LeBron when LeBron James wins his fourth championship in, in the month of October to the Stanley Cup Finals we go it is game 6 of the NBA fi- of the Stanley Cup final tonight between the Tampa Bay Lightning and the Dallas Stars and yeah I think you have to give some credit to the Dallas Stars for uh, for for not 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 taking uh, take you know, for not folding when 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 Things got rough in Game Five. That Joe Pavelski played a fantastic game, and and, and then then of course, uh, D- D- Dallas taking care of business in double overtime to to keep the series alive. But at the end of the day, this this is also the culmination of a uh, of a one year reversal of fortune for the Tampa Bay Lightning. One year after uh, being thoroughly embarrassed. Uh, out of the eighth seeded Columbus Blue Jackets in the first round of the Stanley Cup playoffs, the, to to rebound the following year, and they are now 60 minutes away from their second championship in franchise history. And the the, the, the this Lightning team was too good was was too good not to lose uh back to back years um in in the in the playoffs that. So, and I commend the Dallas Stars on on fi- finding different ways to uh, to win hockey games and finding different resources other than that that of Tyler Sagan and Jamie Ben and Ben Ben Bishop. Th- this is oh, this was a Dallas Stars team uh, that that stood up toe to toe to more talented teams in the de- in the Colorado Avalanche and the Vegas Golden Knights to uh, to, to prevail and w- win the West. But at the end of the day, the Tampa Bay Lightning were simply the better team, and they're going going to wind up winning the Stanley Cup. And I think the Lightning show up, and I think they uh, they um, puck P U C K out um, to, tonight uh, to win win their Stanley uh, win their Stanley Cup. So 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 much in, uh, in store for. Uh, t- uh, Tampa Bay sports fans, with obviously the Rays in the playoffs. Well, I'll get into the Rays in, in the next segment with Tom Brady to, uh, joining the, to play the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and and so, so much more. So, I the Tampa Bay Lightning are on their way to another championship. Now that we're done with the NBA and NHL conversation and with the NFL coming up on Wednesday on this podcast, that we're going to turn our attention to 
the most anticipated, most unpredictable MLB playoff bracket in the history of Major League Baseball with 16 teams still in the in the championship conversation with one team that will be coming up on coming out on top within the next month it's going to be a rapid fire the rapid fire pl- playoff period with 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 three with games as many as seven in a row at a time depending on on what round you're at and and who you're playing but we have the, a three game series coming up we have uh, with Eight eight different series with three teams, uh, with a three game, best two out of three in in the home ball in the home ballparks of the higher seed, and then they will proceed to a uh, to a uh, a bubble uh, bubble setting where there will be division series uh, being played in Arlington, in Houston, in L. A. and in San Diego at Dodger Stadium, uh, Petco Park for the American League, and then, and then the the new the new stadium in Arlington and Minute Maid Park in Houston for the National League. So the, so so much to get into when it comes to that. The the, the championship series will take place um, in I believe the Mer- American League championship series is going to take place in L.A. If I'm not mistaken, then. In the National League, it's going to be at Arlington, and the World Series will start October twentieth in Arlington. So, with with all this in mind, let let let's get into a, a couple of teams that I really think that they'll need need team need to be watched out for. Number one, the Tampa Bay Rays, and the Tampa Bay Rays. When when, when I when I compile like a preseason power rankings with all with all the pitching staffs of all thirty teams, the Tampa Bay Rays have the number one pitching staff in all of baseball. You you look at the bullpen, you look at the rotation, you 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 look at everything that that the Rays had to offer while they were third in in the in in baseball in the ERA behind. The, the LA Dodgers and the Cleveland Indians. The Tampa Bay Rays have been playing a, a, a brand of baseball that has been different from, from, the, from the rest of the pack over the course of the 60-game sprint. And what, what, what does that include? That, that includes situational hitting, stealing bases, um, shrewd, shrewd decisions by, by the part of the manager, and and go and going to the bullpen uh, it, it, at the right times and having the right pitchers in for for, for said batters. Th- th- that's the type of play that that's usually resemblant of po- of postseason success stories. You look at the Giants. You look at the White Sox. Uh, the Giants. The Giants specifically in 2010 because the Giants won three championships in five years, and then you have. The whites and the White Sox they won in two thousand five, but although they did they did have some big names in their lineup with um, Paul Canerco and Jermaine Dye in that lineup and Jermaine Dye's performance, uh, and then Pablo Sandoval's performance in twenty ten, uh, uh, helped San Francisco to a championship that year, but but now this now the same question uh, lies for. Uh, the number one seed in the American League in the Tampa Bay Rays, who have a matchup starting tomorrow night against the Toronto Blue Jays at Tropicana Field. Can, can the Tampa Bay Rays hit enough? Can can they out hit that talented Blue Jays lineup with 
Kavon Biggio, with Bo Bichette, with um, Ran- Randall Gritchick, with um, with Vlad Guerrero Jr. You you look you look at all the other names. I know uh, Gritchick. I'm not. I don't think he's playing be- because of uh, because of injury, but. You you look at the Blue Jays that they, they they have an interesting team that that's up on the rise and I'm sure that they'll be playing loose. But but the the idea with the Tampa Bay Rays is do will they have that one hitter uh, that that will get get the clutch hit that'll be able to uh, uh, you you know get get a runner home from first in a one run game. Will they have that type of hitter though? But th- th- there is some co- uh, reasons for concern when it comes to this Tampa lineup. They let let all baseball with strikeouts, and they they struck out at an alarming rate uh, th- this year, to be honest. But I I think the Tampa Bay Rays should be able to take care of business against the Toronto Blue Jays. The, the their matchup against Hunjin Ryu is going to be tough, but I'm gonna take Tampa to take down. The Toronto Blue Jays in three games uh, with the rubber match on Thursday. The other team I wanted to re- really, uh, really focus on is the Cincinnati Reds. And at at this time last month, you look you look at the Reds. They they were just another team. They 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 couldn't hit. But you look at how the Reds have played the last three uh, three and a half weeks. That they they've played uh, 600, 700 baseball. Uh, since uh, since the trade deadline, and I think a lot of that has to do with the tremendous starting pitching on on, on that roster, and particularly that that of Trevor Bauer. And what Trevor Bauer has done since uh, since uh, being moved from Cleveland to Cincinnati, and I don't even understand why the hell the Indians traded him to Cincinnati in the first place. But but Trevor Bauer uh, ha- has stepped forward as the main man in that rotation, and yes, he's a free agent at the end of the year, and and, and the the Reds' budget might not be t- tight enough, uh, might not be loose enough for Bauer to sign a long-term deal there. But the reality of the situation is. Trevor Bauer is going to be the National League Cy Young this year, and and J- Jacob Degrom had an amazing season. So did you, Darvish. But Trevor Bauer is absolutely the National League Cy Young. That uh, that he, uh, he came up big. He got the Reds to uh, got the Reds to the playoffs. Uh, he he got the Reds to uh, the uh, to the playoffs for the first time since twenty thirteen. And the Cincinnati Reds uh, to me uh, we're go- we're always going to be a dangerous team. Uh, whether it was a regular. A 162 game postseason or this postseason, be- because they have su- such a strong rotation from uh, from top to bottom, and you 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 have you have them playing against the Braves. The, the games will be played in Atlanta, and, and you and you get to throw Sonny Gray, Luis Castile, and Trevor Bauer out there in, in any particular order against that potent Braves lineup that had the likes of Ronald Acuna, Freddie Freeman. But this is something that also favors the, the the should favor the Reds in this series. The, the that the the differences in the regional play that the Reds never played the Braves, the Marlins, the Mets, the then they never played the Dodgers or the Padres. The thing that benefits the Reds going into the series was that the Reds faced uh, some fantastic pitching. 
from the Brewers, from the Cardinals, from the Cubs, and, and, and from their AL Central counterparts as well in, in um, Cleveland, Chicago, Minnesota, or whatever the case may be. So, so the Reds lineup with, uh, with guys like Mike Moustakis, with Nick Castellanos, they've been exposed to pitching uh, that's, that was never seen in, in, the, in the Eastern Divisions. So, 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 but the Braves have have to face pitching that they haven't seen so far this season, and a big big reason why the Braves, Nats, and Mets, their offenses were so potent this year, was because of the pitch of the of the pitching or lack thereof that that was present in in the Eastern divisions this year. So, uh, so I think the Reds are going to come in. Uh, the Reds are the seven seed, but I think they are a dangerous team when, uh, when it's all said and done because of their rotation. Uh, uh, this rotation to me reminds me a bit of uh, of an older 2015 Mets rotation that they have. That they they can throw out aces or uh, or in in the context of a deck of cards like kings or queens. Again, uh, against stud lineups. That that's what the Braves have to contend against, and this is definitely an upset special um, in the fold here. Yeah, because before before the regular season, uh, back in March, I had Cincinnati going to the National League Championship Series, losing to the Dodgers. This time around, I had the Cincinnati Reds going to the National League Championship Series, taking down the Braves. And then taking then taking down the uh, t- uh, taking down the Cubs in the divisional round. I think the the Cubs with with their rotation of Darvish, Lester, Hendricks, they should take care of business against the Marlins. I I think the Reds will take down the Braves in three games. I think sh- Chicago should be able to win Wednesday and Thursday in their three game series against the Marlins. I I think you look at the the rest of, of rest of the league. The Cardinals and the Padres. That that's an interesting series, but I think the uh, but I I have reasons to 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 pick the Padres because because of their talented lineup. But I also have reasons to pick the Cardinals. Uh, even even with uh their their lack of offense and and I was critical of the Cardinals most of the off season. The Cardinals have a chance to win that series against a against a more fun Padres team. Yeah, because of their pitching and defense, and that that was the, that was the same type of team that got the Cardinals to the championship, uh, the National League Championship Series last year, and you have to give Mike Schilt a lot of credit here. The Cardinals lost a ton of time during during the season because of positive COVID tests and lingering positive cases within the clubhouse, and and them having to play like. Every day, occasional doubleheaders. That was a fantastic job by uh, by Mike Schilt uh, guiding the uh, guiding the Cardinals through uh, through as as much adversity as any team um, uh, the uh, in in the game this year. They they did a fantastic job, and I and I think that momentum will continue after a well deserved after well deserved off days today and tomorrow. There was the there was the possibility that they were going to have to play today. If they if they didn't t- uh, they didn't subside uh put Milwaukee away, um yes yesterday so I think the Cardinals uh come up with an upset over San Diego, 
I have the Cubs taking care of business against the Marlins. I have the Dodgers taking care of business against the Brewers, and that that uh, that that's gonna be a, that series should be over in two games, theoretically. So although uh, though the Dodgers only have to avoid facing Josh Hader. Um, for for what it's worth, but the the Brewers could be an interesting team too because their their rotation outside of Corbin Burns was dreadful, but the bullpen was the reason that 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 kept the Brewers in the playoff conversation the entire time, and them sneaking into the playoffs after losses by the Phillies, Giants, Mets, uh, whatever. So I think the Dodgers are a, a motivated team. They are a far superior team. To the Milwaukee Brewers, in, in in the American League, the, we have the Cleveland Indians taking on the New York Yankees at Progressive Field in Cleveland. I think the I this these American League series were far more difficult to pick than the National League, but because the Indians do have their pitching, but I I've been critical of their hitting all, all the entire time and. The, the, but uh, with that being said, the Yankees' rotation has had some issues throughout uh, throughout the season with, when it comes to injuries and and and, and Garrett Cole's uh, step back from last year with giving up the home runs. But but it, it's gonna it's gonna be a, the temperatures are gonna be cooler in Cleveland, so I think it's going to benefit uh, a Cle- Cleveland more because their pitching is is better to me than the Yankees. So, I have the Yankees going to the World Series preseason, but I don't like their matchup at all against the Cleveland Indians. So, I have Cleveland taking care of business. The Houston Astros and the Minnesota Twins, and, I'm, and boy, everybody's going to be booting for the Twins after the, the Astros got in as cheating frauds. I, and and th- their lineup is 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 not even a shell of what it was last uh, last year with with the banging of the drums and with the sign stealing, so I think the Minnesota Twins are going to take care of business in that series, but but the last series it, it to me was the most difficult of all of them for, for me to pick be, because of the, of the fact that. I, I really like the A's. I really like the White Sox. The White Sox have a fantastic lineup uh, with, with home run power galore. And, and, but when it's all said and done here, boy, I got to take the A's here. The A's have, uh, uh, the A's have, uh, uh, have a tremendous defense. They, they have, I think the, the Indians rotation is, so, uh, the A's rotation, excuse me, the A's rotation to me is better. I think the A's bullpen is better. I think the pitching will will get get the A's past a very good, talented, deep with Chicago White Sox team. The Chicago White Sox are going to be a relevant a, a relevant team for years to come with that talented core of players. So who 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 came up? But I I think I gotta take the A's to take care of business against. The Chicago White Sox, and and, and d- deeper into the into the tournament, I have I would have Tampa taking down Cleveland. I would have um I would have uh the Oakland A's taking down the Minnesota Twins. I'd have the Rays over the A's in a rematch of last year's American League Wild Card game in the National League Championship Series. 
I'd have the Dodgers and the Reds in the National League Championship Series and give me the Dodgers over the Rays in the World Series.